a mom trying to balance chronic pain and illness with being a good parent? Does it feel hopeless and lonely? With the It Hurts to Mom podcast, you'll gain encouragement, support, and maybe even hope. We discuss chronic pain, parenting, health, and general life advice with both experts and people who understand what you're going through. I'm host Lauren Rose, a disabled wife and mom living with chronic pain, depression, anxiety, and complex PTSD. My biggest joy in life is hearing people say this podcast helps them feel less alone in their chronic pain journeys. Check out the It Hurts to Mom podcast on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or just about anywhere you get your podcasts. Let's walk together on this adventure of chronic pain and illness. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Heavy Pages podcast. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that most of us can relate to, and it's about understanding the journey of the non-initiating woman in a separation. And in more layman's terms, or the terms that I have used many times in the past, the dumpy. (laughs) For those tuning in for the first time, hi, I'm Josie, your host, and today we're going to take a deep dive into the unique experience and challenges if you are the non-initiating person in your separation, which, as many of you know, is how my journey started. Let's see, and let's start with recognizing your emotions. So yes, there are going to be tons of emotions that you're going to be feeling, confusion, heartache, even a little bit of hope. And it's perfectly normal to experience a mix of emotions during this time. Just remember that all of your feelings are valid. I mean, this is a road you've never traveled before. This is something that you probably have never experienced. And it's going to feel life-crushing, life altering. It's going to be life altering actually. So it's normal to have all of those jumble of feelings, especially if you are by chance blindsided by the whole thing. If you didn't know it was coming, if you weren't prepared for it, I mean, the, the emotions are going to be all over the place. It is going to be a roller coaster ride. And I just want to tell you that it's okay to have those feelings. Allow yourself to have those feelings. Don't beat yourself up about those feelings. They are part of the journey and they're going to be sticking around with you for a while. So give yourself the grace because you're going to need it. And you might be looking over at the initiating partner, your husband or your longtime partner, and not seeing the same kind of emotions, not seeing them experiencing things the way you are. And that's normal because their journey is going to be different than yours. They have already done some of the internal work to decide to get to a point where they are willing to have that conversation with you and tell you that they want the separation. So they have done some of the work. They've done some of the grieving, maybe, and you didn't see it. So it's going to be hard for you to see them be able to For you, in your opinion, it's going to look like they're moving on super quickly, but they have already done some of the work. You just didn't notice because you were blissfully unaware or subconsciously aware that something was going on, but not that it was something relationship ending. So they are definitely 
on a different path than you. And that's also okay. As much as it's going to suck, as much as it's going to hurt you to see them and in your opinion, feel like they just moved on so fast, like, oh, they're just over me. How did they do it that quick? It really wasn't that quick. You just didn't notice their process. And you cannot compare the journey you're about to go on with them. You are doing yourself a huge disservice if you are looking at how they are acting and reacting and living their life and trying to compare it to you. It's no longer, it's not a race, it's not a contest. Now it's about you and how you are going to make it through this as intact as possible. So one thing I would definitely recommend is don't look over your shoulder at them. Don't look over to see what they're doing because their journey is not your journey and it doesn't matter what they're doing. It's going to be hard to do that. I recognize that. I struggled I watched guys start taking salsa classes and and making new friends and reinventing himself. And I still did. I didn't even know who the heck I was at that point. I had lost myself so badly. And he's over here creating a new persona. And it does make you want to throttle them. I'm I'm with you. I get it. But we have to push past that because it's going to be about us now, not about them. And talking about that, not knowing who you are, there's going to be an identity shift. I mean, you as the non-initiator are going to go through a shift of self-identity. Like, who am I? You were a part of a partnership. You were a wife. You were a mother. You were established in your role and probably had already come to understand. And if you were like me, you know, you weren't like the happiest person in the world, but you had come to a place of acceptance that this is the life you have and you were at least, if nothing else, at peace with that. So now your world has been blown up. You're thinking, shit, I I, I accept it. I settled. I decided this is my lot in life and I'm going to be okay. And then here he comes and rocks the boat. So it's going to be hard navigating the journey of self-discovery. Who am I? Who have I turned into? Do I like this person? Why am I not the same person that I was when this relationship started? What changed me? Do I want to be that person again? Can I be that person again? How can I be that person again? It's going to be a long introspecting road. Is that even a word? It's going to be a very introspective time. And It's hard because not only are you questioning all these things, you are still going through that pain. It's not like I wish, right, that it could be just, okay, you're jumping stairs, right? You're on one and then you step to the next one and then you step to the next one. No, this is more like one of those walking machines at the airport where you're moving forward, but there's no obvious step. It's just one whole fluid movement forward. So you're going to feel the pain and the rejection, but you're also having to rebuild yourself and realize who am I, who do I want to be and rebuild you. And even though I know that's going to be very difficult, I can promise you that it's going to be so rewarding. I hear so many women say, and you can listen to some of them that I speak to on my chapter checkup sessions telling you that even though they did not want the separation, even though they were heartbroken, that at the end, on the other side of it, 
it turns out to be one of the best things that ever happened to them. They couldn't have imagined it. They didn't want to be separated or divorced. But when they look back and see who they were and who they can be now and who they are now, that it actually, they wouldn't go back. They would not go back. If you could go back in time and not have the divorce happen. So that is hopefully something that can give you a little bit of hope. Now let's talk about the coping strategies and self-care that you need during this time, right? Self-care becomes an even more crucial component of your life when you're dealing with an unwanted separation. So I'm going to suggest some strategies that can help you nurture your well-being. And I already mentioned this before, but it's the first one is practicing self-compassion and forgiveness. So not beating yourself up because you're feeling bad because you miss him because you watched a TV show and you wanted to tell him about it. It's all part of the process. You're not going to be able to just cut the cord. You were with this person for a long time. They were your partner. You thought you would grow old together. You are going to still think about them in certain instances. Of course, I am going to recommend that you not call them and tell them about the show you watched. It depends on your relationship, right? Let me also clarify. If you guys are further in your separation, I don't think it's a bad thing to be friends or friendly, but if you listen to my podcast journal entries, you know that I made the crucial mistake of being too friendly too soon and it didn't allow me to heal like I needed to. I was still way stuck in with him months and months and months later because I didn't give myself that boundary. I still wanted whatever little piece he was willing to give me which held me back from my journey forward. So if you can avoid reaching out to them and talking to them and texting them, do it. But if you think about them, don't beat yourself up about it. It's okay. Don't dwell on them and just, you know, it's a little mind switch. Say, you know what? No, this is not about him. This is about me. Maybe I have a friend I can just call and tell about the great show I just watched or whatever. Don't beat yourself up, but also don't reach out to them. So the other one is finding small moments of joy. If you can't find big moments yet, find small moments, simple things. Go out and get yourself an ice cream. Go and sit at a park and watch the ducks eat bread and go to the library and sit down in a corner and read a book or the bookstore and just sit down and give yourself time to not have to do anything, not have to be answering to anyone. Find those small things that you think will take your mind off of the sadness and the pain and and give you a different perspective. You know, one of the things that I did early on was I went to a water park by myself, which sounds crazy especially because I didn't even feel cute back then, you know, I was overweight and, but I didn't go for anybody else. I didn't go for anything in. I went for myself. So I went to the water park. I hung out in the lazy river for hours. I wasn't there to meet anybody. Nobody bothered me. I wanted to get out. I wanted to get something to eat. I wanted to get something to drink. I did all of this by myself. And it really 
it really was great. So, you know, that might be a, a step too far or maybe not. So things like that, do things for yourself. And honestly, this also probably will help in a future step that I'm going to mention, but it helps you realize that you are enough, that it's great to have a partner, it's great to have somebody, but that you can enjoy life on your own. It's possible. And so when you do little things like that, each one of those little things is going to build upon each other for you to get to a point where you're like, this is great. Life is great. I can do these things. I don't feel bad. I don't feel embarrassed. I don't feel weird doing this stuff by myself. I enjoy my own company. And that is really a great place to get to. But of course, I'm not saying that you have to live your life alone. Another thing that's great for self-care is a support system. Again, if you've listened to my past journal entry episodes or any episode, I mentioned that I have such a great support system. I had a group of women around me, my sister being one of them, a couple dear friends that I've had since I was like 12 years old, and they they really rallied around me. They allowed me to just talk and talk and talk and vent and cry. And one of them, which is one of my closest friends, we both were going through this at the same time. Now, obviously, I don't wish that you and your best friend are both separating at the same time, but it just happened to be how it worked out for me. And honestly, she was such a lifeline. We both had children similar ages. We both had the same weekends with our kids and with weekends without our kids, which got a little dangerous, but it was it was so helpful to have someone else to cry with, to share with. And even if your friends are not in that situation, it's okay because your friends want to support you. They love you. And so I don't recommend that you try to feel like I don't want to be a burden and not talk with your friends because they, your true friends want to help you. And you honestly, you need that help. It is so important to have other people to talk to and to share with. And if you feel like you are really, really alone and don't have anybody to talk to and nobody that wants to listen, I want to listen. I am willing to listen. I am here. And you can find me all sorts of different ways. Just check the show notes for the ways you can reach out to me. I'm here. If you really have nobody else that you can turn to or you feel uncomfortable or you feel bad, you can come talk to me. And basically, that also comes into the last thing that I'm going to talk about, which is community. Your friends, they all are there for you. They love you. They want to support you. But if you really feel like you need to speak to women that are actually going through exactly what you're going through, then you can do that. I have a Facebook group of women that are in your situation, and you can happily join that. But you can also look for meetups in your town, in your city. You can look for church groups and things like that that will put you in. And if, you, if you're not religious, that's fine. There are other groups that don't have to be tied to a religion where you can meet up with like-minded women, women that are in a similar situation with you, and so that you guys can kind of share and commiserate together. And you can actually be the person that listens to somebody else. Sometimes there's so much power in hearing someone else's story and being where you are, but opening yourself up to listen to somebody else who is in desperate need of sharing and being able to listen to them, being able to give them advice 
is going to empower you so much on your own journey. And you're you're probably going to even look at it in different perspective because you know how they say, like, I can tell other people to do something super easily, but when I have to do it myself, it makes it so much harder. But when you are speaking to another woman that is living through what you're living and you see her in this pain and you share with her, when you say that, you're going to be like, wait a minute, I, I get that. I could use some of that. And so it's such an empowering moment. So I highly recommend that you do try and put yourself around other women that are dealing with the unwanted separation, that are the non-instigators. I guess I should maybe retire the word dumpy because it doesn't sound very nice, but it was my word for a long time. And I think you guys get it. And I say it in a joking kind of way, you know, just to kind of be able to laugh at the pain. So... If you find it insulting, please feel free to email me and let me know and I will remove it from my vocabulary. So I hope this gave you a little more perspective about how you deal with your journey as the non-instigator and give you a few ideas of things that maybe you haven't tried yet or push you forward about things you've thought about but have been scared to try. I'm here to tell you, you can do it. I believe in you. Take that step. Okay, and before I log off for today's episode, I just wanted to remind you that I do have that free chapter checklist that you can download. You can find the link in the show notes or you can visit heavypages.com to get your copy. It's going to show you what chapter in your journey you are currently living in, gives you a little more insight as to where you are and a little bit of a roadmap to where you're heading in this journey. So I hope you take advantage of it again, completely free. And thanks for listening. I really appreciate you. And I hope that you found value in this episode and I will catch you on the next one. Bye for now. That's going to be it for this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can always find me on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. And if you found this episode interesting, please consider clicking on that five star rating and following so you are notified when the next episode drops. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone.